Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, Kiss of Death podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Kiss of Death podcast, number one Rockets podcast for Fans First Sports Network. Uh, we come to you live after every single home game, preseason, regular season, and hopefully postseason. Rockets lose their third straight tonight. They drop two. Oh, six and six on the year, uh, 121 to 116 to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Rockets, third game of the West Coast road trip, always going to be tough. Warriors had lost six in a row coming into the game tonight. Uh, Draymond Green still suspended. Uh, tonight was going to be tough sledding, regardless of the circumstance. Golden State. It's just not a team that we've played well the last couple of years. Um, Ackerman and Ryan Hollins noted that the Rockets have now lost 12 straight games to the Golden State Warriors. That's not good. So uh, Rockets, again, dropped their record to 6-6. Six and six. They're actually 0-5 on the season as well uh, on the road. So they have yet to win on the road under new head coach Ime Udoka. We'll get to the box score breakdown. Jabari had a really good game tonight, 32 minutes, 7 of 13 from the field. He was only 1 of 5 from the three-point line, but he did have 10 rebounds, two blocks, a steal, two assists. Dylan Brooks, another good game for him as well, 16 points, uh, five rebounds. Shingun with another monster game tonight, 37 minutes, 13 of 23 from the field. He had 13 rebounds, including seven offensive rebounds, 30 points. Fred Van Fleet, not his greatest game, three of 13 from the field, including one of eight from three. He did have 14 assists. Now, Jalen Green ended up with 16 points tonight, but another subpar performance from him, especially defensively. And if you guys were watching the game tonight, um, he was benched in the fourth quarter. Uh, he was benched for Aaron Holiday, who Aaron Holiday off the bench, 28 minutes. He had a he had a phenomenal game tonight. He had 13 points again in 28 minutes, three of four from the three-point line. He also had four rebounds, um, and he also had four steals. Incredibly, they had four steals tonight. Um, question, can we just get KPJ back and drop Jock Landale? I think it will be better. Uh, it's not going to happen. I think KPJ soured his uh, position within the organization. I don't think the Rockets are going to want him back. Uh, but Angelito, you do bring up a great point. Uh, Jock Landale, four minutes tonight. I, he was a minus seven when he was on the court. He sucks. Like For lack of a better term, Jock Landale is awful for this Rockets team thus far. Do I think he's an awful player? No, I just don't. I think in his time that he was on the court so far for the Rockets this season, he's been terrible. Uh, Jalen in a slump, he needs to improve his defense. If his offense isn't working, that's a great point. Uh, Reggie Bullock getting minutes over Cam Whitmore. It's a great question. I think this, I think this is a great question, Mitchell, and I think it's easily answered by saying that He's a rookie, and he's got to earn his minutes with Udoka, which I don't hate. 
But with what Bullock did on the floor tonight, he was on the floor for eight minutes. He did have four rebounds, uh, which is impressive, uh, but no points. He was 0-2 from the three-point line. And very reminiscent to Garrison Matthews from last year. If Garrison Matthews wasn't hitting his three-point shot, he was useless. So I don't hate this uh, take about Cam Whitmore. I would love to see Cam Whitmore getting some minutes. Uh, Tari Eason was hurt tonight. Um, so Tari was injured for the game. It's not like he wasn't playing uh, because Udoka decided not to play him. Uh, but it is important to know Tari Eason was hurt tonight. Uh, he didn't play, and he's important. He's important to this team um, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, he brings that juice off the bench. Now, the Rockets signed Reggie Bullock to be that shooter off the bench. The Rockets tonight shot 13 of 41 for 31.7% from the three-point line. They missed four three throws. And then again, it's also important to note that this game was their third game in four days, West Coast road trip, coming off. They're playing a back-to-back tonight after going toe-to-toe with the Lakers last night. And look, they played Golden State tough tonight. And I am not. Anybody who's ever listened to the nearly 500 shows that we've done of, of this podcast will know that I'm not. I'm not one for moral victories. I'm not one to sit behind this microphone and say, well, you know, they didn't win, but there's also, um, you know, it's, it's one of those situations that I, I liked what I saw tonight. And Jim brings up a good point. He may show and it doesn't matter who you are. Bench Jalen tonight for good reason. Accountability. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, the last couple years, Steven Silas, has let these guys get away with everything. I mean, I, who was it? Was it, uh, I think it was this Shingoon. Shingoon was talking about accountability on this roster and with this team. It was either him or Jabari that there's now accountability. And these guys, they can't just go off script and do their own thing. Now, it would be different, going back to my previous comment, that it would be different if the Rockets were getting blown out every game and they were losing by 30 points under Ime. Then I would be hitting the panic button. Right now, I'm not hitting the panic button because tonight you're playing without Amen Thompson, who's a top five, you know, was your top five pick in the draft, barely played at all this year. And you're playing without Tari Eason, who's one of, I think he's one of the four, four, one of the four most important players for this roster, just because of the energy that, that, that he brings off the bench. Mitchell makes a great point. We need to go get Clint Capella. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. And it's the Rockets are in such a weird, fun, awkward spot. And what I mean by that is, and I touched on this at the beginning of the year, that First of all, Fred Van Fleet, Dylan Brooks, Jeff Green, and Aaron Holiday were all great finds by this front office. I'm not a Raphael Stone guy. I think those moves are um I think those moves are predicated by Ime Udoka and Tillman Fertitta because they had to open up the piggy bank to go get those guys. Regardless, the Rockets front office hit on all four of those guys. Now With all that being said, the roster is still awkwardly put together its thoughts because 
you have now let me finish this point and then i'll get ryan i'll get to your comment uh, but thank you all for participating so late. I know it's 1130 here Central Time, so we appreciate you guys hanging out. Kiss to Death podcast episode 55. Uh, we'll go for another 10 minutes or so just because it's late and we got to get to work and back-to-back West Coast games are never easy. But we're here after every game. Um, you know, you have Landale up front, and I like the idea of Jock Landale, if that makes sense. I like the, the big man off the bench because it's needed. Because Shangun, I, I mean, I can't say enough good things about the guy. I'm not going to say that I was wrong about Shangun. I just needed to see more for, from Shangun. And he's doing it night after night. I mean, he's just going out there and dominating dudes. And it's so much fun to watch because he's still so young. And I'll give credit to Jeremy. Jeremy said it last night on the show. He's been on the train since day one. I just hopped on the train a couple weeks ago. But you know what? I'm happy to be here. And Shangun's your starting center moving forward. Now, we say that there's there's spots on this roster that need to be upgraded. And I don't know how necessarily we're going to do it yet. I don't know. I don't think they should do anything until they actually see what Ahmed Thompson is. Because Ahmed Thompson is another guy that, what is he? Is he a point guard? Is he a point forward like, where do you play him? Do you play him in – because I don't think you can play Fred Van Fleet, him, and Jalen Green together. We'll get to Jalen Green in a minute because, I mean, it may it may be, you know, he may have to have a come-to-Jesus meeting with Ime Udoka and staff because that's another story. But let me finish this point is that the Rockets have got to upgrade that backup five spot. Because you saw it tonight, you know, second night of a back-to-back. Jeff Green played 14 minutes tonight. He was a minus 11. And you can tell, I mean, Jeff Green is 30, he's 34, I want to say. Jeff Green's 34 or 35. You can't ask him to be your every night backup five. It, It just doesn't work. Jabari Smith, not a five. You can't ask him to be a five. You can ask him to do it in spot minutes, but not consistently. Ahmed is flexible in four positions. I See, that's not true. Only because, do I think he has the capability of being flexible in four positions? Yes. But the kid's a rookie, and he's played less than five games in the NBA. It's impossible to say this about Ahmed Thompson. It's simply, I'm not saying he can't eventually get to it. I'm saying it's impossible to say that now. Rim running, athletic big, plug in for pick and roll and rim protection. That's Clint Capella. And Clint Capella said it, it was either on a podcast or a TV show that he was, he gave a comment on, he'd love to come back to Houston. Rockets should figure out how to get that deal done because his his salary and, and Victor Oladipo's salary match up perfectly. And I don't know, there there's weird rules that I don't know everything about as it pertains to signing a guy in free agency and then immediately trading him by the deadline. Landale needs at this point to either be benched or he needs to be gone. And it makes sense. The contract that they gave him at the beginning of the year, if y'all remember, it's a four year, $32 million contract, but the only year that's guaranteed is year number one. So he's going to be gone regardless. Either they're going to trade him or they're going to bench him. And that's why at the beginning of the year, when we talked about this roster, I love Boban. 
love Boban as a individual. I got to interview him, nicest guy in the world. But this is this is an example of when you give a roster spot to a guy like Boban, who's virtually unplayable. Like you, you couldn't have played him tonight because, I mean, they would they would destroy him. You know, coming down, they would just run Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or Andrew Wiggins on a pick and roll and destroy him on the defensive end. So he's unplayable. So you're losing that roster spot. So you're going all in on the idea of Jock Landale being your backup five. It was a decent bet at the beginning of the year. I didn't hate it, but you left yourself thin up front. And a guy like Kai Jones, I would love Kai Jones. I'd rather have Clint Capella. Bring Capella back because he's exactly what you need, especially with a guy like a Fred Van Fleet who's a pass-first point guard more often than not. It's like when Capella was here with Harden and Chris Paul. Those were his best years, bar none. And I don't blame him for wanting to get out of Atlanta. Um, I think Capella really liked it here. I think he liked the organization. I think when you have a guy like him, he's not a superstar, but he's still a a good NBA player. And I would love him as the backup to Shangun. And that's where you look at this roster and there's six and six. And Dwight, no, Dwight Howard is overseas somewhere. I I love the idea of Howard like six years ago, but right now, no, I think there's better options out there. Uh Nerland's Noel, I believe, is still a free agent. I would like to see Nerland's Noel become a rocket, if at all possible, but we'll see. Um, but to put a bow on tonight, the biggest development outside of the Rockets losing going to 0-5 on the road, dropping the record to six and six is yeah. Mitchell makes another good point. Capella's only 29 years old. He's still got some, some spring in those steps. Uh, Miles Turner, more expensive version of what I think the Rockets are looking for. Uh, but I, I don't hate Miles Turner. We've talked about Miles Turner. I feel like for years on this show. Uh, so Miles Turner, I wouldn't hate. I just, I don't think it's feasible. I think Clint Capella can be had for the right price. Um, and that brings me to tonight, the 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 biggest development is Jalen Green getting benched down the stretch. Um, I don't think it's time to ring the alarm or the, the five alarm fire buzzer on Jalen Green. I, I, I still think he's so young and I still think he has time to develop, you know, and he's still like he's he's playing not nearly at his best, and he still put up decent numbers tonight. You know, he still scored 16 points tonight. Now, he was a minus 13 in those 23 minutes. He nearly shot 50% from the field. But the expectations for Jalen Green is to become a cornerstone piece for this team. And he's not there yet. He's not even close to there yet. And one of the byproducts of bringing in a guy, a defensive-minded guy like Ime Udoka, is if you don't play his style of basketball, you're not getting on the court. You you just aren't. And it's not shocking if you're a basketball fan and you know certain things about certain dudes. Ime Udoka, look at this roster. Jay Sean Tate played 21 minutes tonight, and Aaron Holiday played 28 minutes. Both of those guys are prime examples of not the not all the talent in the world but they will do anything that their coach asks them to do 
from what it looks like watching the game and watching their games. So I don't know that for a fact. I don't know if they're going in the locker room and being a bunch of a-holes. I doubt it because Aaron Holiday is a journeyman and Jay Sean Tate is making less than $10 million a year, which in the NBA right now is chump change. You know what I mean? But I love Jay Sean Tate. I love Aaron Holiday. And those are two examples of Jay Sean Tate was only a minus seven tonight and Aaron Holiday was a plus eight. So you talk about both of those guys being on the court at the same time combined they're a plus one. They're a net positive. Jalen Green was a double-digit negative tonight. Jalen Green has got to look into the mirror and have one of those come-to-Jesus meetings and say, look, I got to change my game a little bit. Watching the game tonight, he took too many bad shots, and I can pinpoint two situations. If you guys watch the game tonight, I God, was it – it was the four-point play with Curry where he just fouled him for no reason – and then he had another bad foul at the end of the quarter. Those were two bonehead plays at the end of the quarter that cost the Rockets, I want to say, a total of six points. Rockets lost by five tonight. So I'm not a guy that says you lose the game because of a certain guy in a certain situation. But, I mean, it's a, it's a team game. But if you take just those two plays from Jalen Green tonight, both at the end of the quarter – and I'll go back and look and I'll comment. I'll leave a tweet up. At, at, if you want to follow the Kiss of Death on Twitter, make sure to follow us uh, at RocketsFFSN. I'll throw up a tweet tomorrow if this isn't the case. Uh, and I'll go back and look. But I'm pretty sure it was the four-point play and then he gave up a bad foul, which cost us two points. So if that is true, six points, Rockets lose by five. That's the difference in the game points-wise. Not situational, but points-wise, you can look at those two examples and say, if those go differently, the Rockets could have had a better shot at winning tonight. Uh, would you take DeAndre Ayton, Abismack Biombo, or Mo Bamba? No, not really. Ayton's too expensive. I mean, Clint Capella is the exact archetype of what I want. Um, I'm looking up real quick before we wrap the show up. On what, yeah, Capella makes, okay. So Capella is on a new deal. I, ooh, that's a lot of money. Um, so this year he's on the books for $20.6 million and next year it's $22.2 million. Uh, so the Rockets would have to put something together that would look like you could get it done with a combination of a Victor Oladipo, Jay Shantae, and probably a couple draft picks. Gun to my head, do I do that deal? Yes, I do. I absolutely do that deal, especially with the guys that the the Rockets have at the small forward position. You know, for example, if you move off of a guy like Jay Sean Tate, which it would be really hard to see Jay Sean Tate traded because I'm a big Jay Sean Tate guy. If you want to know about his story, go Google the Jay Sean Tate story and how he got from playing ball in Australia to the U.S., it really is a remarkable story, and he's an incredible asset for this organization. But you just drafted a guy at number 20 in Cam Whitmore. So in that example, because that salary would work, Oladipo, Tate, and a couple draft picks, if you move that, let's just say for Clint Capella, and then you're inserting Cam Whitmore, that's uh, you're upgrading your roster by bringing in a guy like Capella and uh, giving more time to, to Cam Whitmore, which I think all Rockets fans want. 
Uh, but that's going to be all for tonight, guys. I got to get to work in the morning. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Good, good, solid crowd here on our platform. So we greatly appreciate that. Uh, we will be live next on Wednesday night. So we'll be able to wish everybody uh, a happy Thanksgiving on Wednesday after we play the Memphis Grizzlies. If Again, if you're on Twitter, follow us at RocketsFFSN. Follow Jeremy at Jeremy Brenner. Follow me at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Uh, we'll have this show posted uh, here in about half an hour. We will talk with you guys on Wednesday night. Have a great week. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.